More companies are cutting ties with the police today. Hear how IBM chose to discontinue their contract with law enforcement after finding out their facial recognition software was being used for something other than matching people with their celebrity doppelganger. And later, life in New York City is returning to normal, but not without some precautions, especially for commuters. We've got the latest on the best ways to disinfect that subway pool before you lick it. From the Onion and Onion Public Radio, I'm Leslie Price, and this is The Topical. Oh, fuck, I forgot to pick up my kid from school in March. Uh, we'll be back in like 35 minutes. Shit! IBM is taking a stand after the company discovered that law enforcement was using their technology for purposes that could result in human rights violations. In fact, earlier today in a press conference, the company fervently condemned anyone who uses facial recognition programs for anything other than its intended purpose of matching people with their celebrity doppelganger. OPR technology reporter Alan Potts joins me now. Alan, IBM sounds mad. Absolutely. IBM heads were shocked when they realized that their biometric AI-based application was being used for something other than finding out whether you look more like Hugh Jackman or Robert Downey Jr. Here's IBM representative Abigail Nelson. We are horrified that the police would take something as innocent as facial identification technology that brings people the joy of matching with their celebrity lookalike and use it for mass surveillance of citizens and possibly racial profiling. The system was never designed to do anything but tell users that in a specific photo they've uploaded, they kind of look like Kristen Bell or Reese Witherspoon or the blonde from Orange is the New Black. Wow, so the police were exploiting this technology for their own purposes? Yes, IBM says that when they signed contracts with several cities across the country for their police departments to use the technology, they never thought that it would be used to match individuals with themselves. We were under the assumption that they were using facial recognition for officers and their prisoners to have some stress-relieving fun. But it turns out we were wrong. Obviously, we knew that this system would eventually be adapted to combine two faces to project what a couple's child would look like, and of course determine what one will look like when they're old or if they were a person of the opposite sex. But we never imagined the police would use it for policing. We're just so ashamed. Interesting. And how are the police reacting to the ban? Law enforcement in several states say that this decision is an overreaction and that the police would never use the technology unethically. However, dozens of departments across the country faced backlash after facial recognition technology implicated actor and comedian Chris Rock in a majority of criminal investigations. That does sound suspicious. Well, even IBM admits that flaws in their system could inadvertently lead to misidentification. Here's IBM's Abigail Nelson again. When it comes to racial disparities, facial recognition technology has been proven to be biased. Unfortunately, an African-American male who kind of looks like Denzel Washington in a certain light can sometimes be matched with Idris Elba or Mahershala Ali by the program. Wait a minute, those people look nothing alike. And that's exactly why IBM has decided to pull back the program in order to correct its bias. Hmm. When the technology is corrected and able to tell a user that she is 62% Zoe Saldana, 14% Rihanna, and 24% Zendaya with a less than 5% margin of error, only then will it be re-released to the general public. Sounds like a good goal. But what about other companies that make facial recognition software like 
Amazon. Are they also canceling city contracts to prevent law enforcement from using their applications? Not quite. Amazon is temporarily banning police from using the company's technology, but only until it perfects the other faces you might be interested in feature. Well, I suppose that will give police a broader list of innocent suspects to choose from. Thank you, Alan. That's OPR's Alan Potts. Back in a moment. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, no, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed with mushrooms? No. Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. Being a celebrity like myself, I don't really have a celebrity doppelganger, but people always tell me I look like if Fozzie Bear and Sam the Eagle had an illegitimate love child. I don't really get the reference, though. I don't watch cartoons. Anyway, here's what else you need to know today. In what many residents are calling, quote, the last straw, damning new body cam footage released today has revealed an Indianapolis police officer blatantly abusing his power by using his patrol siren to get to the front of a busy fast food drive through The footage corroborates several eyewitness accounts that reported seeing the police car turn on its siren before blowing past a long line of customers patiently waiting for their meals at a local Wendy's. Indiana Governor Eric Holcomb, Indianapolis Mayor Joe Hogsett, and Indiana Indianapolis Police Chief Randall Taylor held a joint press conference to condemn the officer's actions, calling it, quote, senselessly cruel, and stating that no American should be forced to endure this type of abuse at the hands of law enforcement. <laughs> it's a shame that it takes this kind of injustice to finally bring about some much-needed change, but better late than never, I suppose. And your aunt, who's really just your mom's best friend, announced today that one time she saw the inside of Willie Nelson's tour bus. The woman who you refer to as Aunt Paula, even though she bears no relation to either of your parents, additionally noted that she was only able to stick her head in for a second or two before she got kicked out, but it was pretty cool. And an interesting new study out today has found that a shared love for the open seas is the most attractive quality in a shipmate. Among those polled, having an unwavering appreciation for the vast expanse of unending water beat out both being able to navigate tight channels and having great taste in music, among other qualities. And for those of you still out looking for someone to share your high seas voyage with, don't worry, there's a shipmate out there for everyone. And that's it for The Topical today. I'm Leslie Price. The news doesn't stop just because this podcast does, just like your need to fill the voids in your life through easily consumable media. So why not head over to theonion.com for more temporary happiness? And don't forget to tune in to tomorrow's episode where we'll sit down with a priest who, in the face of all this hate and injustice, believes it's important to remember that no matter what we look like, we're all God's children and we're all about to be aborted. Powerful words. You won't want to miss it. We'll see you tomorrow.